0: Alright, well hello and welcome, welcome Antolo. Today is Thursday which means that it is vlog day you guys and yeah I'm kind of into this standing up thing. I did this as an experiment when Dwayne was here just to free up some room in my office and now I have so much room for activities. Look at this! Dance and move, chair. Yeah. Um, I, I just like it. I just like standing. I don't know. It's kind of a cool thing, and it kind of keeps me from uh, just sitting all day. Sitting all day long at a computer is not good for anybody. So I figured I'd stand. Maybe get a little exercise. Maybe do some some squats. Like I get a bar and do some squats. No, uh, that is actually ridiculous. But welcome, welcome to the vlog, everybody. I'm stoked you're here. I'm stoked for this vlog. I got a bunch of stuff to talk about this week. We're gonna be doing everything. We're gonna be doing all the segments. I'm gonna put all the timestamps here. We're gonna be doing, uh, you know, I don't know. How, how does my vlog go? There's always news and advocacy. There's always retro vaping. We're gonna do some vape mail, which I have a bunch of vape mail. Not quite as much as after tour, but still a lot of vape mail. So I'm gonna to try to blaze through that pretty quickly. We also have things like viewer mails, getting to know Grim Green, and today I'm gonna to be shooting in some different locations. I don't know. I want to test out shooting video all over my house because honestly, it was fun. It was fun when Dwayne was here to kind of be shooting video in more places. And I really like that train and I I think I'm gonna keep riding it. So before we get uh, too far into this vlog, I wanna do that thing that I do now in vlogs that I love and anybody is welcome to submit content for this, but I wanna do that thing right now where I hear from one of my subscribers. So right now, I believe we've talked to this gentleman before, not in video form, maybe in video form, I don't remember. Let's hear from Richard. Hey Graham, this is uh, Richard here. Um, I uh, just wanted to get a shout out. I want to thank you. I'm working in a vape shop because all the great vape knowledge I've learned from uh, YouTubers like you. Um, You did my email on the uh, atomizer check. I wanted a dripper that was under 50 bucks. Uh, that I could drip down without making a mess. It's a good flavor. I ended up getting the, the Dead Rabbit for, thanks for all the suggestions. I did pick up an Apocalypse, too, because, uh, it was half off. So, thanks you whoever recommended that in the comments, too. But, yeah, man, just want to shout out. Just want to say thank you. I'm living the dream. Listening to the metal all day. Helping people vape and get off the cigs, man. Fortunately, I live in a 21 Dubai area, but other than that, it's <coughs> pretty sweet, man. And I'm happy to be doing it. But, uh, yeah, thanks. Keep uh, vaping on, Graham. Love you. Bye. Yeah, absolutely, Richard. That's awesome. Thank you so much for the kind words. Absolutely, you are, are definitely. I'm gonna shout you out. Bump that fist, bro. But yeah, I believe Richard. I believe Richard was a viewer mail, and he was asking for suggestions. And in the comments, people were giving him suggestions. I recommended the Dead Rabbit. He got the Dead Rabbit. He got the Apocalypse based on subscriber suggestions. And that's just my favorite thing, man. I love seeing people help other people out. That's why I do things like that. That's why if someone's like, Hey, I, re- I really need a squonk that's this 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 and this specific i only you know I only have access to so much stuff at my subscriber base we've all i feel like between me and my subscribers we might have used every vape product made like every vape product on the planet so when people come to me or to us to this uh, world for suggestions, I feel like I feel like between me and between you guys, I feel like we could make a suggestion for anybody. I feel like we got like the world covered. So thank you guys for helping out with that, and thank you, Richard, uh, for sending in a video. And like I said, if anybody has a random video that they'd like to see on the vlog, they wanna shout out uh, their shop or whatever, or ask for recommendations or whatever, I'm a big fan of that. I wanna put you guys in this vlog, and I love it when when people email me videos like that. So thank you. Thank you so much, Richard. If anybody has any videos, shout outs, whatever they'd like to send over, send them on over Nick at com. You can mark them viewer mail. You can mark them a shout out, getting to know Grim Green, whatever. I just like it when people send videos. Like I have said, at least a billion times by now, I, I would much rather interact with someone via a video like that than just reading text, white, you know, black text on a white screen. It just gets really boring and monotonous. So yeah, send them over. But anyway, we got more. We got more vloggy stuff. Uh, what I want to do, Uh, right now while I'm standing in this position is I want to go over real quick just what I've been vaping over the last week or so since Dwayne was here I basically I didn't break down everything I was vaping but I break I broke I break come on Nick (laughs) what are you doing I broke down most everything that I was vaping when Dwayne was here I set a whole bunch of new stuff up Uh, first thing look at this look at this guy look at this thing what are your thoughts on this how do you feel about that now keep in mind this is not a mass-produced mod one of my subscribers Michelle Lynn, uh who was drilling out recoil original recipe recoil center posts for to squonk with them. She's very uh you know fixity, put back together and build it and drill it and do things like that. She's a very hands-on person, which I am not. But she made me this tin. This is an old, this is a vintage Band-Aid tin. This is very thick and very durable. And she basically made it into a dual parallel, unregulated 18650 box mod with a very nice clicky My Tech switch on it. What looks like a Fat Daddy Vapes five, you know, uh, 510 connection on there. This is the, the Bogan. What's the Bogan? RDA. God, he should have just named it the Bogan, bro. Bogan. Why didn't you name it the Bogan? That's, that's Cool. This is the Bonza RDA, and I've actually been switching this RDA back and forth between this box mod and the next one that I'm going to talk about. It's that Squonker. I don't know why I need to be mo- so mysterious. It's the Pulse Squonker. So I've been switching this back and forth, and I've been being careful because I don't want any juice coming out of that Squonk pin, and I feel like I've been pretty successful so far. I've been dripping in this without any leaking happening. There's no juice coming out of there, which leads me to believe can you use just a regular 510, no, like an atomizer without a squonk pin or, or I'm sorry let me start that over. Can you use an atomizer with a squonk pin on a regular mod and not have it leak? Does anybody have any experiences with that? Because this is my first experience with that, and so far, it's been going really well. The Bonza has an Turk Alien build in it. It's right at a 0.11, which makes it perfect for a dual parallel, unregulated box mod. And I have one that is a Band-Aid tin. So thank you so much, Michelle, for the gift. It's unique, it's interesting. And again, this isn't like a mass-produced mod. I don't feel like this is. IP theft from Keurade using a a vintage Keurade tin that she modded into a mod. I I think that's actually something that's really cool as long as it's not like mass produced and as long as, let's say, it's not a, uh, you know, hollowed out R2-D2 toy, and then you're mass producing them, that is kind of like, I'm like, "Eh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It's hard for me to draw those lines in the sand when it comes to like homemade mods. Modders at home can kind of do whatever they want. If they want to take a a Kylo Ren bobblehead, and that's just the first thing I saw on my desk. That's why I use that as an example. But if you want to take a Kylo Ren bobblehead and in your own house, you want to modify it and drill it out and put electronics in there and make it a vape and vape it, Then that's cool. That's your freedom. That's your thing to do, I guess. I wouldn't necessarily promote it all over the place, I guess. I don't know. Here's the thing I want to get your thoughts, and I'm going to start putting your thoughts in the vlog. A lot of people left their comments, left their thoughts on the Rip Trippers thing that we talked about last week. So we'll be doing those before favorite comments of the week. And I would love to know your thoughts. Home modders, if someone at home takes a toy or a box or a pbr can i have a pbr can too i call it a pbr can but it's not really a pbr can it's a it's a red white and blue you know uh beer can but this is a dual parallel unregulated 18650 mod someone made this out of a really fucking thick metal can And it's cool, and it's got a display. And someone made this as a gift, sent one to me, sent one to Dwayne, and now I have this. And I vape it. I vape it at home. This isn't a mass-produced mod. It's just an interesting subject. I think we get into some gray areas there when we, you know, because we're very defensive of of things like that, especially when it comes to, like, kid-relatable Stuff Like you see someone modded a pokeball into a a mod and you kind of go, oh, okay, that's a thing. You know, we talked about this on the podcast recently. It's like, where do you draw that line between like, I'm just a a guy at home and I want to mod a uh, Kylo Ren bobblehead into a mod. I should have the freedom to do that, right? But then again, I don't want to portray vaping in any sort of, you know, negative light. I don't want to give the antis anything to work with. So if I did something like that, I would... Wouldn't put it on the internet and if I did it would only be for like a small group of people. I don't know. I would love to get your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts and we'll share it next week. We'll bring the same subject up next week with your guys' feedback and I'm sorry to go on that whole huge tangent right in the middle of what I've been vaping. Anyway, this thing rocks. It hits hard and I've really enjoyed using it. It's great. It's a great vape. And this, a lot of this great vape comes from this Bonza RDA. It's a, it's a very solid RDA, man. I have really enjoyed my time with it. They still have that same sort of center post build on there. This does have the squonk pin in it. And yeah, now it's on top of the Tony B Pulse. This has been just Just pure rock and roll. I've been having a a great time with this mod. I'm kind of in love with this little silicone bottle, like a little bit, but not completely because it does this, you know, it doesn't puff out again. Is that a bad thing? I'm new to squonking. Keep in mind, I'm fairly new to the squonking world. And all I've used are those like rigid plastic bottles where you press it in and then you let go and the air pressure, you know, the bottle itself will kind of go... And it'll pull that juice back in but it seems like these silicone bottle guys have a little bit hard time of doing that And i don't know if that's necessarily a negative thing but it's just something i've noticed a difference between these soft silicone bottles and the you know the little bit more rigid plastic bottles that we're used to with squonkers but like i said 0.11 single 2700 battery this is the good ijoy battery the one with five things on the top. I'm gonna to post some links down the description to Battery Mooch's Instagram, where there are two of the iJoy 2700s. One of them is a much better performer, one of them is a much worse performer, and it all depends on how many, uh, you know, things. I don't even know what the correct terminology is. Legs, I guess, on the cap. Make sure your legs are five in number. Count them on the top. If it's five, you have the good ones. If it's four, you still have 2,700 batteries, but they're rated substantially less than the five prongs or the five caps or the five legs on the top cap. And again, I'm not sure if any of that made sense, but it, it did make sense to me. Anyway, this little uh this little thing's been rocking. I like this little pulse. I'm not a huge fan of the really overly squishy button, but it does work. It does fire. It even has a like a, a locking feature on here that we've probably seen in other reviews, but you push this little tab up and then suddenly your thing doesn't fire, and then you push this little tab down and it kinda re-engages that connection, and then when you press the button, the vapors happen. And I don't want this to be a full review of the Pulse mod from Tony B, but uh, these magnets, I would like to see uh, bigger, stronger magnets in there. This door doesn't feel like it's hanging on by much. I'm gonna do a drop test with this later when I do a full review, and I don't think that door is staying on at all. But it's just, a, it's just a fantastic vape. That is loaded up with Fall Delight from Aria. I guess Aria and Beyond Vape, they're doing their own liquids. This is Sage Nicotine Salts Bold. And this is a six milligram nic salt juice that I can actually vape in a lung style device, which I really am enjoying quite a bit. Without running the risk of making this uh, far too long of an intro, I can't generally vape nicotine salts, especially in like a mouth to lung situation. I find them very harsh. I do not find the nicotine salts in this liquid to be harsh in any way. It's a very smooth liquid, and it's a Fall Delight's a little bit of like a tobacco y kind of uh, fall flavor. It feels oaky and tobacco y and not really like a sweet bakery, although there is some sweetness. I might even call Fall Delight like a pure. Tobacco flavor. That's what I get out of it. is just a, a very rich tobacco flavor. All right, let's keep this party going. Uh, all these mouth-to-lung setups. This is I've been using all of these mouth-to-lung setups. This is the Inokin Endura uh, Endura T20S, which is fantastic, fantastic mouth to lung. This is the Joyetech Exceed D19. Also a very nice mouth to lung. I did a review for both of these. Ah, yeah, see, that's what happens when you get that protruding button is I grabbed them like this and I activated the fire button on the Joyetech. Just little things like that you have to watch out for in life. But I did do a review for both of these earlier in the week. If you want to check that out, as always, I'll have the links down below in the description. And then of course, uh, the Mi1 and the Mi Pod. These have gone with me every time I've left the house since I got them, basically. You know, that my love for the Mi One is high. It's my great mouth-to-lung daily banger and the Mi Pod has been performing just spectacularly. Everything I have in all of my mouth-to-lung setups, it's all uh, 18 milligram, Glacier Banana. I just love it. I vape it constantly. I I really like the throat hit and I really like the throat hit I get from this Mi Pod. In fact, sometimes I lung inhale this Mi Pod just because you can and just because it's not bad. It's actually a really nice, nice, strong throat hit sensation there when you do that. i have been vaping this squonker as well. I got a dope-ass blue Drip Tech DS. Can we just appreciate this for a second? Beautiful. Oh, it's just so pretty and blue. And you got the, the bottle here and the black button with the black Recoil Rebel and the blue dhd i just think that looks so cool and I, i love i love this setup m turquoise on the inside uh anarchist lemonade on the inside this has just been you know my daily around the house it's always in my pocket i take it with me when i voop i take it upstairs to answer emails i take it in the bedroom it sits on my nightstand i vape it before i go to bed i vape it first thing in the morning i vape it throughout the day this has been like constant refills in fact this bottle is basically empty right now anyway really just a good vape So good. And I'm actually still using the exact same setup that we set up in the last vlog for the juice tasting. This is the Funky 160 from Vape Wild, uh, topped with the Reload RDA from Reload Vapor, DHD tip on top. I actually really like this. I know it looks kind of weird and rainbowy and purpley, but look at it. Like it looks, I, think, I feel like it looks pretty cool with the doors and the purple and the purple and the rainbow and the purple. I'm usually not a huge fan of that like purple rainbowy color, you know, like this. I'm really not a huge fan of that, but I think this looks really cool. And I've been vaping that Natta juice that I really like, that Dwayne wasn't a really big fan of, but it has been getting a little bit colder. And I know I talk about this because I get so excited, but it's been a little bit colder, a little bit more like fall weather here in San Diego. So I'm going hard after those like fall flavors, like a lot of apple pie, a lot of tobacco, a lot of this, this egg tart custard with cinnamon. It's just good and mellow and reminds me of fall and I really enjoy it. Plus, this reload RDA, I can't help it. I just love it. I think it's a stellar RDA. I think it's fantastic RDA. This is one of those RDAs that at the end of the year, it's definitely 100%, absolutely without a doubt, like my, one of my favorite RDAs of the year. I've loved it since the moment I got it and I'm continuing to use it to this day. This is one of those RDAs that kind of like, you know, kind of like other things like the goon or like the recoil or like the reload or like that gambit. It's just one of those RDAs that I think that I am never going to retire because I like the way that it vapes so much. And then finally, lastly, yes, I'm still using the Stentorian Basilisk mod because I really like it. Just don't drop it. I really like it. And I have to tell myself that, like, almost every time this, I pick this up, I think, don't drop this. Just, Nick don't drop this because it's cool and it looks cool and it's small and it's powerful and it's just a great all-around mod with the exception of if you drop it once onto concrete, it will break. It will break and shatter as we saw last week. And that is such a huge bummer because I really do like this mod. I still got it topped with that UL Valerian sub-ohm tank, one of my favorite sub-ohm tanks. It's loaded up with Skull and Crossbones. I was getting bored of that drip tip, so I tried out this other drip tip in there and yeah, not really 100% sold on the way that that looks, I guess. I don't know. It's just different for the sake of being different. Still a really rad vape, coils at 85 watts. Awesome. That is what I have been vaping for the last week or so. And let me shout out this t-shirt. I don't know if you can see this t-shirt. Hang on, let me back up. You see it? It says clean, classy, cloudy. This is from uh, Cloud Couture, I think is how you say it. And I'm not 100% exactly sure who all is involved with this company. I think M involved in it. I think Irby Irby. If you don't follow Irby Irby on Instagram, you should definitely be following Irby Irby on Instagram because she is just a wonderful person. As well as M Turk. You'd be following M Turk on Instagram as well. But anyway, I think they're both involved in this brand. It's a clothing brand for vaping, and it look. I mean, it's cool. It's clean, classy, cloudy. I really like this t-shirt. It the it fits really well, and I just kind of. I mean, I really like their branding overall. It's not a hundred percent like me, you know, still cool, still cool. But I'll put a link down in the description so you can check it out if you are interested. Check out Cloud Couture, very cool stuff. And while we're standing up right now, uh, I just wanna do some news stuff. You're gonna do news stuff next, Nick. News and advocacy, yeah. So I do have a couple news items that I wanted to talk about this week. Um, I ran across this, across my searchings on the internet, but a man was recently fined uh, $800 or a thousand uh, Korean, currency, which I believe is called a won. Not really sure. Don't want to mispronounce that, but it's a Korean currency, a won. He was fined, or not a thousand, one million won for smoking an e-cigarette on a flight. And it's funny because I saw a thread on Reddit, I believe not too long ago, where someone was talking about, uh, oh, I vape on planes all the time. Yeah, I vape on planes. I vape them all the time. I vape in the bathroom sometimes. You just hold it in, blow it down the toilet. Or I vape in my, I vape in my seat sometimes and I blow it down the a shirt. There have been flights in the past that were grounded because someone was vaping. And now this person just got fined almost a $1,000, 800 US dollars for for vaping on a plane, on a Korean Airlines plane. And evidently this guy was a member of a South Korean reggae band, like a very well-known South Korean reggae band. And I'm just going to call him a reggae band guy because he's a Korean gentleman. I don't speak Korean. I am going to mispronounce his name just because I mispronounce everything in my life, so I'm not even going to try at this point. Or in the article, they call him Raw, So I'm just going to call him Raw, like the article does. R-A, Raw. That's cool, right? It says, Raw, 36 years old, has been indicted on suspicion of smoking an e-cigarette on a plane that left San Francisco at 8.50 a.m. on February 22nd this year and was scheduled to land in Korea at 5.10 p.m. that same day. He was caught smoking an e-cigarette in his seat at around 1.10 p.m. before being arrested by police on his arrival. Aviation security laws ban an airplane passenger from causing a disturbance or puffing e-cigarettes on the plane to ensure the safety of everybody on the plane and the passengers. It's a fairly very common thing. They say in every opening video or thing or demonstration that the, you know, that the flight attendants do, no smoking. This includes e-cigarettes. They tell you on the plane, you can't smoke on the plane, you can't vape on the plane. It's one rule. They have the one big rule about smoking and vaping, and that is that you cannot do it. have I vaped on a plane in the past, yeah, I mean I might, I might be guilty of vaping on a plane in the past. Yes. Yeah. So I'm not gonna read this whole article, but it does say even even though e-cigarettes involve no combustion, they are classified as general tobacco under related laws and are subject to the no smoking ban on flights just like general cigarettes. General cigarettes? And on that Reddit thread, people were warning the guy. They're like, don't vape on a plane. Not only is it's not legal, uh, you could get fined. They've grounded planes in the past. And he was like, ah, "I get away with it all the time, all the time. Well, now, yeah, we might actually get fined. Just don't vape on a plane. It's It's really super easy. I'm not trying to be some like holier than thou person, but I've truly and honestly never felt the overwhelming desire to vape in a place that I'm not supposed to vape. And I'm not saying like, you know, we all, we're all rebellious. We all vape on planes. We all vape in like Starbucks and Walmart. Just, just don't vape where you're not supposed to, especially on a plane because now, yeah, you you can get fined and that sucks and that's not worth it. It's not worth it to vape a little bit on a plane to get fined $800. Just, I don't know, just don't, don't just don't do it. Yeah, I I guess it really is just that simple. Just don't do it. And I got another little piece of news here that I ran across on the internet. Totally Wicked is is back, apparently. They're they're back in the vape industry. I didn't know where they had went, but apparently now they're back. So for anybody unfamiliar, Totally Wicked was a company that had kind of been around since the very beginning. I remember them starting up in like 2009, 2010. I used to buy a lot of stuff from Totally Wicked, like batteries, like little stick batteries and atomizers and e-juice and my little... PCC. That all came from Totally Wicked. And then in August 2016, when the FDA regulations were announced, Totally Lick, totally Wicked was basically like, yeah, okay, we're going to be done. In 2018, that's it. We're done. We're, we're cashing out. We're going to close at the end of 2018 because we can't keep doing business past that. They made it this, this big deal, this big announcement. They said, this is what's right for our company. We're going to close down shop in 2018. We can't continue to do this. We can't, uh, you know, we can't, with the FDA and all this stuff, and we, we just can't do it. all these regulations, they're just too much for Totally Wicked and then, then they're gonna close in 2018. And then in July of this year, the newly appointed FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, announced a, announced sort of a, uh, I don't know, for lack of a better term, a stay of execution. He basically gave us four more years of vaping, of vapor, of new products, of registering with the FDA, of becoming compliant. Now we have four more years. And then in light of that announcement, Totally wicked! Oh, they're back! They're back in a big way. Totally wicked! Sorry, um, this is a this is a thing. It's just a disposable e cig guy that I sometimes hold and vape, and and it's not that great. I just didn't want anybody to be distracted by this in my hand while they're you know flailing around while I talk about the news. So personally, I kind of feel like that's a little bit shitty of a thing to do when the big FDA regulations come out. Every you know, Totally Wicked was just like cut and run, like up oh, 2018. That's it. We're done. We're gonna keep selling stuff up to 2018, and then that's it. We're out we're cashing out, we're done. And now that we have this extension, they're like, oh, well, all right, all right, we're back. Let's do it. Let's do Totally Wicked again. And maybe really, this is just a personal thing for me, but as soon as those FDA regulations came out and I saw Totally Wicked's you know, press statement where they're like, oh, we're closing in 2018, I kind of felt a little bit abandoned by a rather large company that could make a really big difference in the industry. When Totally Wicked was talking about closing, there were a lot of other companies and advocates and people in general that were still pushing back against these FDA regulations, been making headway against these FDA regulations that continued to grow and cultivate the vapor industry over the last year while these regulations have been coming into place. The original deadline, the original D-Day end date was 2018. And that's a scary thing. And that's quickly approaching. So I can understand when Totally Wicked sees something like that, like, well, shit, we're going to be out of business in 2018. I guess we're going to close in 2018. Let's make a big announcement that we're going to close in 2018 because oh these regulations we possibly can't possibly handle them there's no way out we're just going to give up that's the way that I saw it and I saw a lot of other vendors and a lot of other people and a lot of other advocates kind of stand up and say no we're going to grow this this is our industry we're going to support it we're going to cultivate it we're going to grow this industry and continue to grow this industry and it feels a little bit like all these other really hard-working companies who fought through all of this stuff are being overshadowed by Totally Wicked who just instantly in light of the FDA regulation said, no, we got to close. We got to close in 2018. No coming back from this. And now they're suddenly like, oh, you know, I guess there is coming back from this. The market is changing the market that we, we were going to abandon. Now it's, it's profitable again. And now we're going to do Totally Wicked and and do it big again. I don't know. I just felt, uh, I felt a little abandoned by Totally Wicked. If I'm being real honest, I felt a little abandoned by a lot of companies that kind of ducked out when the FDA regulations were announced. It's just overall really hard for me to respect a company that does that, that when things get hard they would just rather cut and run than try to fight it, try to support the vape industry that they truly and honestly kind of helped create but i would honestly love to get your thoughts on it let me know down in the comments below and we'll talk about those next week anyway i think that's all i have for news today i just wanted to mention one more thing before we jump into the next segment there's a lot of bad science and junky science coming out now a lot of studies around vaping and you have to really really read into these and see how they did these studies. And a lot of these studies are, oh, we took, uh, you know, we took 12 smokers and we made them vape, they're doing these studies, they're doing these like cross-sectional studies with really intensely small groups of people, really small groups of people. And that's just bad science, that's just bad statistics. The smaller the group is that they are studying or doing a study on, the less, less, less that you can trust that research. You just, you just can't, it's too small of a cross-section to be studied properly. and unfortunately, Unfortunately, the news world is getting flooded with all of these studies, these studies, these studies that are coming out where they're doing these cross-sections of really small people, and I feel like you cannot trust them. You you just can't. So just be aware. Real science, science is what we have on our side. Science is what's behind things like the Royal College of Physicians Tobacco Harm Reduction Report. That is actual, peer, true, peer-reviewed, studied science. And these little cross-section studies that universities are doing or that uh, local governments are doing are are not science. That is bad science. There is bad science. There is junk science out there. And we have to just be really aware of what we're reading, what we're seeing, what studies we're seeing. I think it's important overall to be skeptical of a lot of the things we see about vaping, both positive and negative. Positive things don't get a pass just because they're positive. They have to stand up to the same sort of uh, scrutiny scientific scrutiny, that the bad studies do. So it helps to be a skeptical person all around and let the science speak for itself. But that's pretty much all I have for news, which means that's pretty much I'm done standing up for the day. So what we're going to do right now is jump in our quick handy dandy time machine. We're going to pop upstairs and we're going to taste some beer. Yeah. All right, well we're here in my kitchen. i want to taste some beer. This is a beer that I picked up at my local grocery store. It's from Lagunitas and I believe this is a seasonal release and it's called Brown Sugar. How could I not buy a beer called Brown Sugar? I literally know nothing about this beer other than it's from Lagunitas and other than it's called Brown Sugar. But I am really excited to try it and best of all, look at that. No corks because hashtag the cork fear is real. It's just gonna pour it into a uh, Grim army branded uh, tulip style glass this is like an American strong ale I'm assuming so I kind of what know oh I kind of know what to expect yeah that is beautiful that's just a beautiful beer right there that's like the perfect head that I poured it's still kind of like apple juice like you can kind of see through it a little bit it's not like cider which is the clear one Did anybody else watch The Simpsons growing up remember how Ned Flanders said if it's tangy and brown you're in cider town and if it's clear in yellow. You've got juice there, fella. I have remembered that my entire life, and that's still how I tell the difference between apple juice and apple cider. Thank you, Ned Flanders. And I know Ruby Roo hates when I do this, but I'm just going to look real quick on Beer Advocate just to see, uh, get a little bit of a flavor profile, see what people think about it. 10%, uh, it says American Strong Ale, brewed by Lagunitas Brewing Company, California, United States. (laughs) lagunitas.com. This review is just kind of hilarious. The first time I had seen this, offering from Lagunitas, so I had to try it. More of a dirty penny color. Yeah, I could see that as like a dirty penny color. Dingy off-white head. Yeah, sure. I would say that's tan. It's like a tan head. I don't know if I would use the word dingy when reviewing a beer. Okay. I had to describe it as having an IPA crispiness or a dominant maltiness. Very smooth, really well balanced between the hops and the malts. I have to agree with the others. The 10% alcohol is a slow, pleasant, warm surprise. Be very careful with this one. And oh yeah, I I really like this ale that's that's good that's my kind of reviewer right there he just throws in oh yeah yeah i really like it and then he ends this review in the best possible way he says i'm using one to simmer a small ham for the first weekend of deer camp <laughs> god i love that i didn't know that deer camp existed but apparently deer camp does exist and your entrance fee is a small simmered ham <laughs> anyway lagunitas brown sugar cheers here's to you guys Oh, uh, that's deliciously nice. That is a beautiful beer from top to bottom. He is absolutely correct. It's got a little bit of like uh, crispy IPA up front. It's very sweet. It's very thick in the mouth, but it's not uh, syrupy in any way. I remember last week, I am we talking about that Belching Beaver and I was telling Dwayne that it's a syrupy beer. This is not syrupy in any way. It's very crispy. It's very clean. And I got a lot of like mouthfeel, a lot of like sweet, Body mouth feel, and I know that sounds weird. Sweet body mouth feel, but I get some upfront sweetness, and I get a nice full mouth feel with this. God damn, this beer is delicious. This is honestly one of the better beers that I've had in recent memory. It is, it, it's, it's good. It's approachable. It's not overwhelming in any way. It's not overly bitter or overly hoppy or overly malty or anything like that. It is an insanely well-balanced beer. Good lord, this is delicious. Where have you been all my life, brown sugar? But I do get a lot of really nice upfront sweetness. It still tastes like beer, you know. And when, when I'm talking about beer, all a beer always tastes like beer there's always that beer component so if you're not like a beer person don't think that you're gonna love this brown sugar because I said you get some nice upfront sweetness it does still taste like beer it's got a very hoppy malty complex flavor going on it's very well balanced upfront sweetness is just beautiful and it is crispy this is a crispy crispy beer good good lord that is good i am overjoyed that i got a six pack of that in my fridge right now so here's what we're going to try it with the bonza rda on top of the tony b pulse i have that fall delight in there that is a very nice robust tobacco flavor i personally think that this is going to be one of the best beer pairings that i ever do beautiful. That is delicious. That is absolutely delicious. In fact, this beer makes this vape liquid taste more like tobacco. It actually brings out this interesting like oaky component that I've never tasted in this juice before. But when I'm exhaling the juice and I'm exhaling the vapor through my nose and I'm drinking in with my mouth, it kind of are mingling in there all over your palate. And I get like that Oaky flavor tobacco from this this beautiful sweet American strong ale. This is wonderful This is I'm just gonna sit here. You guys are just gonna have to watch me enjoy this Great that is great That is That is just fantastic. Wow, good beer. Very highly recommended. If you're a beer person and you like American strong ales, dude, this Lagunitas Brown Sugar that I believe is like a seasonal thing. I've never seen this before. I just saw it recently in my supermarket, which leads me to believe it's like a wintertime kind of seasonal ale. Anyway, that's what I got for beer, everybody. And right now we're gonna get back in the time machine. We're gonna go back downstairs and we're gonna open some vape mail. Okay, I got my dope spider cone knife. I got my vanilla-scented garbage bag. <sighs> I, I honestly don't know why I do that every time. I mean, they do smell like vanilla, but if I'm being real honest with you guys, they don't smell amazing. They don't smell wonderful. It still smells a little bit like a plastic garbage bag, and I need to stop smelling them so intensely i think but anyway i got something from rig mod i think there's a squonker in here oh it is in fact a squonker this is a new squonker from rig mod rig worldwide oh i didn't realize it was uh aluminum for some reason i thought it would be plastic but it does have that real big rig symbol on there yeah take a look at that big rig worldwide symbol there's the back this is the front. There's that silicone squonker. It's got like a carbon fiber, you know, sort of a wrap on there. I think. I don't think that's actual carbon fiber. I'm not sure. But it's got a silicone squonker in there, right there. Yeah. And this is a single 18650 regulated squonker, not an unregulated squonker, but a regulated squonker. At least I think it's a single 18650. Now yeah, that does look 18650 size. It's hard to tell these days, honestly, because you go when I open a mod. I look at the battery compartment I go yeah that kind of looks like an 18650 but you kind of have to remember that there's 2700s on the market right now like the uh the Tony B Pulse yeah that's a 2700 single 2700 so this is a single 18650 wow very very clicky you might be something that I want to set up I do realize I already have two squonkers going right now but this is kind of something I might like to set up anyway we'll put you in the maybe pile okay maybe pile no oh, wait but wait there's more oh, is is this a new descendant tube? What is this? Oh yeah. This is a new, this is a new descendant tube. What is this? Oh, this is the outlaw. Okay. Wow. So this is the rig uh, outlaw. I don't know if I should be showing this on video. I might, I might not be able to show you what I just showed on video. I'm going to double check, but if it's there, then it's there. And if it's not, then it won't be. Single 2700 uh, mech, and I'm assuming it uses the same button switch housing as the descendant, but this fits a 2700 battery, which I am personally very excited about. Let's make sure we get a nice clean shot of this bright and shiny copper mech mod before it turns into a roll of pennies. Wait, how did I get two things from Rigmod? How did I get two? Different packages from Rig Mod because I knew that was going to be a squonker, but it was not the squonker I was expecting from Rig. Oh, that's right. This one's from Esig City. This is their other squonker. This is Delrin with, a Delrin. Nope, that's a, that's a metal door. That's like a stainless steel door. You can see the rig logo on there. That's like a full metal stainless steel door. Magnets. So this is rigs fully mechanical Delrin body squonker. Squonker right there. Single 2700 squonker. Mechanical switch right there. Big, looks like a big copper contact hitting another really big copper contact. The button feels metallic and aluminum as well. You got that rig, uh, oil derrick on there. Yeah, shit, well now I don't know what to do. I kind of want to use this one more than the other one just because it's a 2700 an eSig city packed in a 2700 battery that I have never heard of before. Dear Battery Mooch, have you heard of these? The Giz Fan? Is this battery really called the Giz Fan? Correct me if I'm wrong, but does that say Giz Fan? Anyway, Battery Mooch, if you're watching, let us know about the Giz Fan if you don't have one let's get you some if you if you already have some and then maybe you're testing them you know what i mean i get that you're only one person you can't possibly test every battery on the market but i just got this one it's pink it says giz fan it says it's a 2700 3.7 volt 4000 ma 30 amp battery 4000 ma 30 amp battery that almost sounds too good to be true uh, and, uh, rig mod, your mod is not, uh, labeled positive or negative. And I think it goes without saying because I say this every week, but if there's something that you guys want to see sooner rather than later that I might have opened in this vape mail segment, just let me know down in the comments. Royal mail. That means this came from the UK. Lots of spare thingies and coil heads to go with this kit. That just came in right now from the UK. This is the Jack Vapor Series S22 2600 ma or milliamp hour kit. Looks to be one of those like uh all-in-one guys. It's like a green guy with a little green tank. Yeah, cool, cool. I'll try it out. And according to the packaging, this can do either direct lung or mouth-to-lung. So I'm assuming there's going to be a difference in these coils that I'm not seeing initially. Oh yeah, these are definitely the direct lung. They have a big inner diameter. These are definitely the mouth-to-lung. They have a tiny, tiny inner diameter. Interesting. Why not? I'll give them both a try. This came from Canada and it doesn't feel like a vape thing. It feels like a t-shirt, which It is kind of making me stoked. Oh, this is from Mike. Oh, this is from Mike Smider. Love that guy. Nick, uh, he writes in, he says, thanks for everything you do. Knowing your love of Star Wars, I th- saw this shirt and instantly thought of you. It was just too badass to pass up. I figured I'd get it for you knowing that you'd appreciate it. I hope you do. Peace out, man. Let's keep on vaping Mike. Mike's Mike is great. Mike is a, Mike is a wonderful... I'm going to keep this note, actually. I'm not going to throw the note away. Alright, well, let's see the t-shirt. It's got a lot to live up to. Oh, okay. That's ridiculous. That's the most evil thing I've ever seen. Which is to say I basically love it. Tales of the Tomb, you got a stormtrooper in here, a very evil triple sixes and pentagrams. This is right up my alley. This is exactly the kind of t-shirts I wear. Mike, that's so fucking cool. Thank you. Thank you for the t-shirt, bro. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome, man. It wouldn't be a vape mail segment without a bag from DHL. Oh, this is from Blitz. Yeah, they make, They Blitz actually does some pretty cool stuff. Package contents may have shifted during transit. Oh, no, okay. Oh, those are just, uh, those are tanks for this RTA. So I got an RTA from Blitz. This is the Intrepid RTA. And Blitz makes pretty good RTAs. What's the one that they did, The what Blitz Vapor? They did one. They did one recently that I really liked. Oh, fuck, I'm a terrible person. I cannot remember the name of that RTA. Ah, that bothers me. Yeah, there you go. That's the Intrepid RTA from Blitz Enterprises. It looks like it includes two decks, according to the packaging. There's one for a dual coil in there, and then there's a single coil deck as well. Looks like a bottom adjustable airflow, top fill, maybe 810. Nope, they did it uh, They did it backwards style. They did it, uh, you know, recoil style. I know someone else did this first. I just call it recoil style. Goes over the top. I wonder if any of my macarons will fit on there. That could be kind of cool yeah intrepid RTA yeah well cool I'm actually really excited about that I know that blitz does good stuff and I'm really excited to try that RTA out and there's spares which means two dollar sales and then there's some of these like uh you know uh, resin like uh bulbous-y tanks as well there's like this this black one there's like a green one like a purple guy here there's like a bluer guy in here I don't know I don't know how I feel about these tanks I mean I'm gonna install one for the sake of science but I'm not sure how how aesthetically I feel about these tanks just yet like these these crazy colored tanks oh and well this one's orange that actually looks pretty cool something a little bit like that would you rock that as a tank on your RTA like the orange and black kind of swirly shit oh more stuff from Eleaf. this is the I stick kaya K-I-Y-A, the iStick Kaya. Less is more, one and a quarter inch color display and a real time clock. Is a real time clock really like a huge selling point on a mod like in a world of smartphones and smart watches is a clock like a display that's a clock is that a big selling point because it's not for me i'm not sure what market research they did for this product but a clock a real-time clock (laughs) i'm sorry that's not a selling point for a mod although the display does look very cool it looks kind of like uh cool and minimal and windowsy like that i don't know a little squares i kind of like the way that display looks interesting there you go i stick kaya and they sent uh looks like two and so much wow uh it comes with the i stick kaya a gs juni atomizer a gs air 0.75 ohm coil head a gs air 1.5 ohm coil head uh yeah okay so that's interesting i don't know just so many new products man i just get I just get overwhelmed by new products. It's like, okay, well we now we have the iStick Kaya, you know, how long are we going to be able to get coil heads for this? You know, if it breaks you can be able to contact E-Leaf for this. I mean, ah, it's just, it's the same thing. It's the same thing over and over again, isn't it? Oh, but this one this one has a real-time clock. Real-time clock. Do any of your mods have a real-time clock? I bet they don't. Unless it's like a JoyTech or an E-Leaf thing, and then it might. Oh, this is the Lucid RDA. The Lucid RDA. Look at that airflow. That airflow looks crazy, dude. In fact, if this comes with a squonk pin, I might like to set this up today as well on one of those squonkers. What the hell is happening with this deck? That is the cra- that is the single craziest deck I have ever seen. Gonna see what's going on up here. Look at that. That is insane. That is crazy. I believe this is for vertical coils, which I am not a huge fan of vertical coils. I don't really like using them and this Really does look like it was designed for vertical coils. Strange. Dude, this airflow is crazy. This whole thing right now, top to bottom, is just tripping me out. I believe it was designed for vertical coils. It has to be. The way that the airflow is, that vertical slot on both sides, yeah, that has to be for vertical coils. Looks to be 810 compatible. I'm not uh, a big fan of vertical coils, but I am interested to try this out. It's the Lucid RDA. Cool. <laughs> Okay, this is a great t-shirt. This is a great t-shirt. So this is from uh, Tenacious TX Vapes. I believe he is the designer of this RDA and he made me a t-shirt, okay? Let's see if we can get the joke here. Yep, Niachrome. That's how I say Niachrome. Niachrome. And on the back, it even says hashtag culture of clouds in that like, you know, dark crystal font. That's amazing. Holy crap, that's hilarious. And the skull even has like a coil coming out of his head. That's bitchin'. I wish I could wear this right now, but I'm gonna wash this as soon as I can and wear it in the next vlog. I'm definitely gonna wear this shirt in the next vlog. Chrome. Ah, oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Well, thank you, Tenacious TX Vapes for the Lucid RDA. I'm not a huge fan of vertical coils, but I'm excited to try it out because that airflow looks crazy and that deck looks even crazier. Thank you, thank you so much for the t-shirt. Wow, two cool t-shirts in a day. Dwayne wasn't kidding. This sometimes is like Christmas, man. I think I've got time for like one more. I know I see some more off camera here. I'm going to have to open those off camera or next week or something like that. I just don't want this segment to run too long. I always talk about a new segment running too long. Yeah. Oh, Chaos. This is Chaos e-cigs. Yeah, this is the really crazy lighty up guy. I believe Chaos e-cigs is a Segeli brand. It says manufactured by Segeli, but I think it's Sigelli. His actual own brand. Yeah, this is one of those crazy lighty-uppy guys, man. Huh, okay, so far looks kind of cool. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of lights over here. It's really reflective. That's why I'm not putting it right up to the camera. Yeah, I, look at this area up here. There's going to be lights in there for sure, too. Check it out. Yeah, there's going to be lights happening up here for sure. There's going to be lights happening all up and down the side of there. I'm assuming this is the display. Let's just put some batteries in here real fast just to see what it looks like. Battery door is transparent, so I'm going to grab some yellow MXJOs to kind of match this yellow. I like yellow. We need way more yellow in the vape industry. Yeah, holy shit. Check that out. You can see the batteries through the door when you press this button. Look at all those LEDs that come on. Just randomly placed LEDs that are blue. I'm assuming you can change the color. There's the display right there. It's behind a mirrored finish, which is eh. Maybe kind of a little bit annoying. You can't really see it very well. Now I'm going to have to double check to make sure there's no plastic on this. Oh, they definitely change colors. Look at that. Look at all those LEDs changing colors. Kind of like the blue. I kind of like the blue on uh, yellow look. Well, there you go. This is the, uh, what is this thing even called? Oh, they're just calling it Z. It just says chaos presents. well that's all i got for vape mail uh right now uh, i think i'm going to set this up i think i'm going to take my bonza rda and i'm going to fill this up with that fall juice and i'm going to vape on this rig guy and uh yeah i I guess i'm going to do that now okay so i did set something up but i kind of pulled an audible and i realized this is a really weird audible to pull but i had every intention of setting up this rig squonker the mechanical rig squonker with the copper contacts i was going to set this up and what i was going to do is i was just going to fill this up with juice i to put my bonza rda on there and i was gonna vape it and i was gonna go yeah it's a squonker i can squonk it it's rig. it hits hard, and that's a thing. And it would have been really kind of boring. So I started looking through, the, I'm not saying that this is a is a boring mod. This mod will stand on its own merits. In a future review, I'm just not setting it up right now because I wasn't exactly feeling it. I have three squonkers set up right now. And that is, for me, that's a lot of squonkers, you know? I didn't wanna just add another squonker to the pile. But what I did do is, this isn't what I set up. The Audible I called was weird. Uh, what well, I set this up as well i threw a 2700 ijoy battery in here the good uh five teeth i don't know five teeth five what do they call five tab i put a five tab ijoy 2700 in here it uses the same exact switch from the descendant which is why the descendant looks you know the descendant switch on the bottom looks terrible but i did throw the bonza rda on there this is great it feels like a mech it hits nice and hard Uh, my first toot was really very enjoyable Outlaw twenty seven hundred. I like single twenty seven hundred mech mods now. I'm just really into them. They I like the twenty seven hundred batteries. I feel like they hit nice and hard. This is a hybrid connection on top, so you're gonna have to you know be careful. And like I said in the what was that review I just did the iJoy one. I said it in the descendant review as well. You can put your batteries upside down, but don't do it. Just please don't do it. You put your batteries upside down like this. You run the risk of of running a really hard short if there's any tears in your battery wrap. So just put your batteries in positive side up. The Outlaw still works fine with the battery positive side up. The Ascendant still works fine with the battery positive side up. As well as that 24 karat iJoy thing. Yes, it still works fine with the battery up and it's a lot safer. Positive side up. Good lord, that does hit hard. But here's what I decided to set up. Yeah, that little Series 22 guy from Jack Vapor. I was just fiddling around with stuff. I was cleaning up, and I was putting boxes over here, and I was like, oh, the Sigelli thing. Yeah, it's actually kind of cool. I actually kind of like these lights on here, even though I said previously in a video that I didn't need lights and shit all over my mod. This actually does look pretty cool. I don't think I would like it as much if it wasn't in yellow. I really like yellow. I really like that yellow color, and I want more yellow. But this is what I decided to set up because I pulled it out and I saw that it was just this small little slim line battery with a little button and one little LED indicator and that's it. There's nothing to adjust. This is very much a for new people sort of vape or for vapors that want something small when they're leaving the house. And that's something I'm always on the hunt for, something small when I'm leaving the house. When I leave the house, sure, I'll take this. I'll take my drip tech. Sure, that's fine. I'll even take this. Yeah, out on the road. I'll take this. Sure, take that bacillus right in the car when I'm running errands. But what I'm always on the hunt for what I'm always looking out for what I use fairly often is just cool small little vapes that will satisfy me while I'm vaping out and about And anyway I was pulling this apart and I was looking at it and I was really fascinated I was like wow this is all put together pretty well like the airflow feels really nice the tank itself feels really nice the tank and the mod have that like rubberized sort of finish coating on there which I'm honestly not sure how long that will last it's known to not last very long so I'm hoping this one holds up a little bit better, but I filled it, filled it up with, uh, what is that? What's in here? What are you, juice? Poet, it's the Poet Sweet Black Tea. It's a 0.5 ohm coil and there's nothing to adjust, so the vape that I'm getting from this right now using the direct lung coil heads, so the Clouds Bro Clouds coil heads isn't warm. It's It's very cool and I find myself having to take a rather long drag to get any substantial amount of vapor, if that's the sort of thing you're into. Not bad. Uh, The juice tastes good in here. It's a cool, compact little setup, and I'm really glad I set it up. Set up, set it up. Okay. That's like a normal length drag on there, not an excessively long drag. But the flavor is delicious out of this coil head. Seems to be holding up. No leaking, no gurgling. So I'm excited to put this through its paces. One thing that I've been on the lookout for is vape devices that actually cater a little bit towards new vapors or converting smokers. We've got plenty of cool stuff with lights on it. We've got plenty of squonkers. We've got plenty of high powered, high wattage devices. We've got plenty of huge clouds bro cloud sub-ohm tanks. But I feel like what we don't have a lot of is a lot of really good kits for vapors that are just getting into it. This is a very non-threatening, you know, pardon me, approachable device. It's just a battery. You literally just charge it, press the button and use it. And then all you have to do is Fill up your tank, and I want something, I like to feature things that are simple, not necessarily to like, impress my subscribers, but to maybe give us all a little bit more knowledge of some kits out there, so when people ask, when smokers ask, like, what kit should I get? What's a good starter kit? Maybe you can be like, well, Jack Vapor, they make this little guy called the uh, Series S22, and uh, you can do, you know, you can vape it like a cigarette, like mouth to lung, or you can do a direct lung inhale on it, there's two different coil heads, it's really easy to fill and set up, there's nothing to fiddle with, there's nothing to adjust. This could get someone vaping, or this could keep a vapor who's not into it vaping and I feel like that's really important not just for you know uh, my subscribers but I want to give you guys the information as well because I know every vapor gets asked every vapor gets asked inevitably like buy a smoker or buy a new vapor like what kit should I get what's a good kit what's a good tank that's why I do this that's why all of this exists anyway that's my reasoning behind set this setting this up and I'm having a pretty cool little time with it it's nice and flavorful Ah fuck, and unfortunately the one segment that I do not have prepared this week is a retro vaping. I just don't have a retro vaping segment prepared this week and I, I humbly apologize. If anybody has any retro vaping suggestions that you would like to see, please let me know. I can definitely take that into account when I'm going through things. I am trying to dig my tackle box out of this horrible mess of a closet back here because I got some pretty cool really old vaping stuff in there that I would love to dig into. So since we're not doing retro vaping, what do you say? We pop upstairs and we'll do a real quick like getting to know Grim Green. I thought maybe how about we do getting to know Grim Green sitting on my couch in my living room? I've never shot video here and I look chubby as hell, but I don't care. This is where we're shooting this segment, man. Right, a fellow named Cody right in. Cody emailed me and said, Hey, Nick. Uh, Any new bands you've been digging lately? I'm into Periphery, uh, Animals as Leaders, Born of Osiris, just curious. Thanks for all you do, Cody. And yes, you can use my name if you use this in any vlog. Yeah, there are always, it seems like there's always new bands, especially with things like, you know, the internet. We're always finding, always finding or running across new bands, especially on Spotify. And I actually want to give a huge shout out to Eric Vinyl and Vapor on Instagram because he will just randomly text me bands. He's like, check this out, check this out check this out and they're always like cool dope bands he has really good taste in music my taste in music are really just all over the place if anything we've established that i'm like a metal guy i love metal i like heavy aggressive music i'm a metal guy but that doesn't mean i only listen to metal one band that i've been getting into really really recently is uh young and in the way i'm not sure if anybody out there is into like black metal or like black and roll, like more like rock and roll black metal, but you should definitely check out Young and In The Way. They're of that sort of black and roll genre, but they are kind of like of that genre. It's very black and roll. It's very minimally produced. It sounds a little bit gross at times. You know what I mean? I've been listening to a lot of these bands lately that are a little bit gross sometimes and not gross like They sing about, you know, gutting dead babies or anything like that. Just gross. Like, when you listen to it, you go, Oh, fuck. That is filthy. Just, the production is just filthy. I love filthy production like that. But only with, like, certain genres or certain bands. There's a lot of bands out there like really cleanly well produced death metal that I love and it just sounds perfect and crispy and technical and that's what I'm after with certain genres but there's this whole other like genre of music like this black and roll or like you know like even like this punk hardcore kind of stuff like the Bronx I like to have it I like to, to be a little bit filthy I like those bands to have a little bit more live of a feel rather than just really well, cleanly, polished, produced, like, perfectly sounding death metal. I also came across this other band recently on Spotify called Stoned Jesus, and Spotify just recommended it to me based on some of the other stuff I've been listening, and with a name like Stoned Jesus, I can't not click on it. I can't not listen to it, right? But they kind of have that really not gross-sounding produced record, but that sort of, like, I want to say East Coasty like hardcore, a little bit melodic kind of sound. I want to just play them. I want to just play you a little clip, but I think YouTube might get really mad at me. Let's see. Well, let's try anyway. Ready? Go. Stoned Jesus. Go. Anyway, yeah, that's stoned Jesus. And another band that I've been rocking really hard. In fact, Eric, Vinyl and Vapor, shout out to you, bro. He sent me this band shortly before ECC this year, I believe, but they're called Dead Cross. And if you have iTunes or you have Spotify, you have Pandora or something, look up Dead Cross because they are just great. Eric sent me this album and I was sitting answering emails and I just listened to the whole album, Dead Cross. And I was like, yep. I'm going to listen to that again. And I did. I sat and I listened to it again and answered more emails. It's just so weird and unique and aggressive. It's Mike Patton. Mike Patton was in Faith No More. He did some stuff with Dillinger Escape Plan. He did Mr. Bungle. Mike Patton's a weird guy and he is weird in this band. But it's almost like a super group. Like Dave Lombardo, the drummer from Slayer is playing drums and he's good. Dave Lombardo is a stellar drummer and he plays really well on this Dead Cross album. It's another band, you know, what? I'm just going to play a little clip for you because you can't really get the gist of it until you hear it and you understand it and you go, oh, okay. (laughs) It's good. It's aggressive. It's upbeat. It's hardcore. It's punky. And that's the kind of shit I really love. I also ran across, okay, one more band I want to talk about. I just discovered these guys on Reddit. I'm not even going to pr- attempt to pronounce the name of this band. I'm just going to put their name right here. I'm just going to put it right there and I'll put a link to this YouTube video in the description of this video. If you want to check it out, I can't even ber- begin to pronounce the name of this band. If I couldn't say th- Mr. Reggae, Man's Korean name properly, and that's just a name. This band name is ridiculous, and I won't be able to pronounce it. I'm not even gonna try. Okay, maybe I'll try. Siluvuho Silun? Silun Viholian, Silun Viholian? It's it's crazy and I can't pronounce it. And that means they're usually a good band, but they also do that like black and roll kind of material. They have a little, they have like black. It's like, oh, hang on. It's honestly kind of like uh, if a black metal band was playing like uh, punk songs. So good. This is a great song. I need to find way more by this band. Melodies. You hear the melody? Anyway, good shit indeed. I'm not honestly sure where a lot of my subscribers land in their musical tastes. I talk about metal and hardcore a lot, and I see a lot of like, oh, I like metal, I like hardcore, I like this stuff, but what do you guys listen to? What band that is your favorite band right now that I should check out? This could almost be a recurring segment, but if you're listening to a band, if there's a band that you're just listening to right now that is just slaying you, you love everything about this, band about this certain album or even like a particular song that you're in love with, let me know down in the comments below and I will check it out. I'm a huge music fan. I'm a huge metal fan and I love coming across new and interesting and unique bands. And you know, I get it that, you know, it's a, it's a taste thing, right? There's a lot of metal bands out there that I simply just cannot stand. The Disturbed, for example, is a band that has legions, legions of very loyal fans. And when I listen to The Disturbed, and when I see the disturbed, I go, okay, I get it. I see why they're popular. I can tell why they have legions of fans. I personally cannot fucking stand them. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear anything from the disturbed. I never want to hear, ooh, wah, ah, ever ever again and that's just my personal taste and i don't think disturbed fans are, are are dumb or are lacking or like i'm not gatekeeping here i'm not saying oh well you don't listen to real metal then listen to whatever you want and let me know down in the comments what you're listening to because i would like to check it out anyway that's what i got for getting to know grim green uh i might switch the camera angle i might not i'm just on this camera angle adventure today but i do want to do some viewer mails hey, cool, here's a possibly boring, really boring angle that nobody's ever seen before. This is actually very boring of an angle, isn't it? The bummer part is my head is covering up this cool David Bowie art that I framed and hung in front of my stairs there. Yeah, once again, let's talk about Eric Vinyl and Vapor some more, but uh, he drew that and I framed it and it's there. It's in my living room. Look, Eric, look. Unfortunately, my head's covering it up. Well, it's whatever now. It's too late. I'm already set up. It's time to answer some viewer mails. Uh, First viewer mail comes from a guy named Barbecue Ribs. Cool. He says, I feel out of touch. He says, Hey, Nick, I've been vaping for around four years now. When I first started vaping, uh, I jumped headfirst into the lifestyle. I collected dozens of mods and atomizers, worked at vape shops, went to expos, religiously watched the vlog and other reviews. I even met you and a bunch of other vape famous people in person a few times. And I would just uh, really very much like to reiterate right now that there's no, okay, look, there's not, vape fame is not a thing. Vape famous is. is not a is not a Thing I hate that term vape famous I really it really bothers me for some reason I really always see it as we're kind of all in this together and 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 we're all just part of something that's that's much bigger than ourselves you know what I mean Anyway he says uh, for the last year or so I haven't really lived the lifestyle I've just been vaping not to smoke I DIY all my juice I kind of stopped paying attention to new products and sadly kind of fell off the advocacy train unless I get an email from Casav If you were to explain the last year or so of the vape industry in a nutshell, what would be your key points to catch me back up to speed, so to speak? I've noticed that devices are bigger, wattage is higher, sub-ohm tanks are standard, and paying $20 for 30 mils is almost unheard of these days. P.S. I hope you still have the Stormtrooper pinup I drew for you a while back. Oh, barbecue ribs! Yes, for sure, I definitely still have that Stormtrooper pinup. I have a big box of art in my closet right now. Some of it's framed art, some of it's not framed art, and my office is really due for like a new round of art. Like I think I might take most everything down and re-put up some cool new stuff and I'll keep an eye out for that Star Wars pinup that you sent me. So I don't even know, how do you summarize the last year of vaping? Yeah, we have a plethora of mods. There is no shortage to choose from. China has been cranking out mods like crazy. If you didn't see anything about the smoke alien in the last year, that has been like the most incredibly popular thing ever is the smoke alien. You're right. Subohm tanks have become kind of like a standard thing, like a standard thing in your arsenal. I see tons, tons, tons of vapors vaping subohm tanks. I vape subohm tanks. They're just a mainstay now. I will say that the coil heads over the last year have gotten a lot, lot better. There's been mountains of new RDAs. In fact, I feel like everybody has released an RDA recently. Just There's tons of hardware on the market, tons of RDAs. Squonking made a huge comeback in 2017. Yeah, squonking made a huge comeback. In fact, it's it's basically all I've been doing with this DripTech DS is squonking and I love it. Oh, also another thing, we all vape with our elbows up now. I'm not sure if anybody communicated that around, but we all vape now, elbows up. We do have a new commissioner of the FDA, Scott Godlip, that gave us four more years, basically, of the vapor industry before the FDA deeming rule is like completely, completely finalized and enacted. We have until 2020 now, no, it's 2021. We have till 2021 now to either change or become compliant with whatever the final FDA deeming rule looks like. And we honestly, at least I honestly, I don't know what that final deeming FDA rule looks like. I'm not sure a lot of people do right now, so we're kind of playing a little bit of the growing the industry game while keeping an eye on the FDA thing as well. God, what else did you miss? What else did you miss in the last year? I'm not sure. I really can't honestly think of anything else. 2017 hasn't been like an insanely like innovative year. Uh, Like I said, Squonkers came back real big. Partially thanks to people like uh, The Plumes of Hazard and like Tony B. I feel like Tony B. has Really been on that like squonk train. Like I see Tony B as like the squonk guy now. Like if I want to know anything about squonking, I go to Tony B because he, he knows his shit and he, he's like the squonker guy. But honestly, and I've told this to a lot of people, it's okay to kind of just vape to not smoke. You know what I mean? I upload reviews weekly. I, up two, I upload two reviews weekly and I do not expect all of my subscribers to just watch every review I put out. I think it's perfectly awesome and acceptable. If you get a device and you get a juice and you get a few tanks or something, or maybe two RDAs that you really love and you go, yeah, that's it. I- I- I'm cool now. I'm all set. I don't need to watch every single review that comes out or watch everything, you know, get everything new that comes out. Oh, give me that new ice stick thing. I want it. Give it to me. It's perfectly, perfectly okay to just have your vape and vape it and be a vapor and then cool. Because honestly, there's a lot about the vape industry that hasn't changed. Vape events are basically just the same thing they've always been. There's eight quadrillion juice vendors now, and basically all of our hardware comes from China. That's where we are in 2017. Trade shows and vape shows are all exactly the same as they were in 2015. Anyway, I hope that wasn't too rambly and I hope that that actually did answer some of your questions. Got another viewer mail here from Nick. Nick writes in and says, Hey Nick, my name is Nick as well. Awesome. I'm from Colorado. It was great meeting you at VaporGate. You probably don't remember me. Tons of faces. Anyway, thank you for doing the tour. It was a great great idea and thank you for all that you do. I'm emailing you for my buddy who is desperately trying to stop chewing. I've offered solutions that he happens okay wait one more time i've offered solutions and he happens to own his own vape gear but i wanted you to i wanted to ask you if there's anything you've seen in your travels specific to chewers that might help him quit thanks bud take care of yourself yeah absolutely i actually have been using this great pro i don't have it on me okay it's downstairs i have to go look for a product because a product exists and it's great. On, they are called On Pouches, and what On Pouches are is a completely tobacco-free, it's kind of like a tobacco-free snooze pouch. They come in a bunch of different flavors. They have like coffee and cinnamon and mint and wintergreen and something other ones in there. I'll link down in the description to the website for onnicotine.com, but basically it's like it's like picking out e-liquid. You pick out your strength, which in this case, this one is two milligram, and in this case, this one is four milligram, and they're made with nicotine salt so the absorption rate is really good and basically that's all it is it's a little pouch you take this little non-tobacco pouch made with nicotine salt and you kind of just go yeah perfect I've been using these on flights I actually took these on the vape tour even though they didn't make it on any video but this coffee one it tastes delicious and it's four milligram salt nick so i can put this in here i can get my nicotine i can be on a plane i can be flying if you're a chewer and you're used to having something in you you know in your lip or something like that you can feel a little a little f- flavorful coffee this coffee flavor is really good by the way but yeah you have like a little coffee flavor pouch in here that's giving you four milligrams salt nicotine it's 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 great. And I feel like this could be something that your chewer buddy might actually really be into. I believe these are only, uh, here, let me check on the site. Okay. So a pack of wintergreen here. I put this in my cart. It's a uh, 579 dollars So it's about six bucks for 20 pouches. They're great. They're great. They taste great. They don't make me weird or anything. Sometimes when I use snus, so I, I travel, you see, I travel a lot. And when I have like a 12 hour flight to Sweden, yeah, I'm going to use snus on the plane. And snus is still tobacco. Based and I like it and it gives me the nicotine I need, but sometimes it makes me feel sick, like a little bit barfy. If I if I it just I don't know, it's just this little thing that happens. I like it and I put it in and I go, Oh yeah, so good. Mm, give me that nicotine. And then after a while, I'll kind of start to be like a little indigestion-y, like it'll give me a little bit of heartburn, and I don't, I don't necessarily like that. But these on nicotine pouches, never given me heartburn, never made me feel weird, never made me feel over-nicked or anything like that. I use the four milligram guys, I put it in my lip, and I forget about it, and it's delicious. On pouches might be exactly what your buddy is looking for there, Nick. Thank you, thank you so much for writing in. Uh, Taylor, I got an email here from Taylor. He writes in and says, hey Nick, that knife you were showing is made by Spider Co. Oh, I don't have it, I left it downstairs. They're a Japanese knife company. Japanese steel holds its edge really well. And Japanese steel is traditionally and typically sharpened with a wet stone sharpener. Awesome. Taylor, thank you for writing in. Thank you for that information about knives. I used to be like a knife guy. Like I used to buy a lot of knives and I just don't do that anymore. And I forget how cool they are. I forgot how cool it is like having like a good quality knife, just a good knife on your persons. I think it's just fantastic. Anyway, uh, I got another viewer may here from Emily. Emily writes in and says, hi Nick, my name is Emily. I live in Belfast Northern Ireland and I have been smoke free for a year and I watch you religiously. Woohoo! Congratulations on that year. That's awesome. I recently went to the Vape Expo The Return in Birmingham. My first expo, three days of awesomeness. I was really surprised to see a heat not burn stand. Uh, I was with a friend who owns a shop who was also able to hear the sales pitch. Now, firstly, I asked what the feedback from America was. They told me they haven't released it yet. Surprise, since they're an American company. And of course, she's talking about uh, Big Tobacco has these new heat, not burn products that it's basically that you're still buying cigarettes, but you're putting your cigarette in this weird little tube that activates the, you know, it's like the the Pax 3 vaporizer. It doesn't burn the flower, but it vaporizes it. And this is kind of the same thing. You kind of push your cigarette into this thing and you would smoke it like you would a cigarette, except nothing's actually burning. It's actually vaporizing it. And I honestly think that's a really good idea. We know that vaporizing flour works. We know that vaporizing tobacco works. So it makes the most sense for big tobacco not to get into the vape game, but to get into their own heat, not burn game, which is actually a proven thing already. We know that vaporizing tobacco works. So it's kind of a smart, thing for them to do. I mean, I hate to give credit to Big Tobacco, but that's actually a really good idea, in my opinion. Of course, as always, I'd love to know your thoughts as well. She says, maybe they are worried about the advocacy vaping has there. What do you think? And lastly, the sales pitch and incentives for vape shops to sell turned my stomach. Uh, What's your opinion on these devices? Well, as I already just said, I think Think it's a good idea. I think the technology is a good idea. I like the idea of people being able to vaporize tobacco rather than smoke it. I mean, that just makes a lot of sense. I don't think that these should necessarily be like in a vape shop, vape shop. But then again, I'm not really completely against that either. Look, I know that big tobacco, they're a big, terrible, thing they 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 lobby for bills and they have tons of money and they're slowly just killing killing people across the world and i think that's fucking terrible. And yeah, back in the 80s, all those big tobacco executives were like, nicotine is not addictive. I don't know how they said that with a straight face, under oath even. So yeah, big tobacco has done a lot of really bad negative things. And overall, I view big tobacco in a big, very negative light. But that doesn't mean that they can't do something beneficial for people. It would kind of be like Monsanto, who we all hate, right? We all hate Monsanto because chemicals and crops and GMOs and all that horrible shit. all really anti Monsanto right now because of their farming practices but it would be like Monsanto going oh okay well here well we've created this new thing which is going to reduce the farmer's cost it's going to do this it's going to create this it's non-gmo and it's like really a good thing would everybody go no Monsanto you've only done bad things in the past you can't do anything good we don't accept that good thing that you're trying to do Feel like it's kind of that way with big tobacco like yeah they've done a lot of shitty things in the past and I'm assuming they're releasing this heat not burn thing and they're still selling cigarettes so they're still killing people all across the world but that doesn't mean that they don't have people there that actually give a shit and believe me this is not me defending big tobacco this is me going yeah that's a that's a logical product for Big Tobacco to make. I've never used one of these devices. I don't know if they really work. I don't know I don't know anything about them. I've never used one, I've never even seen one. I've never even seen a picture of one. All I keep hearing is that heat not burn buzzword. Anyway, she says, thank you for your time. Feel free please use my name. Uh, do you know anywhere in the UK that has good advocacy groups? I would like to approach my local MP offices with good information and why they should support local businesses. Um, I don't know of any advocacy groups in the UK. This would be something for a UK vape guy to answer. Like if anybody in the UK is watching, maybe like uh, anybody from the Ideal Ohm show, uh, uh, Dean the Vaping Biker, anybody in the UK, do you have an answer? Are there UK based advocacy groups? Because I truly and honestly don't know if there are. What you do have in the UK though is the Royal College of Physicians report. I'll post a link to it down in the description. This is a document that you can print off. And it has an entire study about vaping, about tobacco harm reduction, the Royal College of Physicians saying that it's at least 95% safer for you than traditional tobacco cigarettes. This is good scientific information that we could be passing around. So I'll post a link down in the description so you can print that off. Maybe that's going to be a helpful thing for you as well. But anyway, Emily, thank you. Thank you so much for writing in. Last viewer mail here comes from uh, Tim. Tim writes in and says, Nick, first off, thanks for, for all you do. Absolutely. It's it's my pleasure. I wouldn't be doing it if I, if I didn't enjoy. And I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love vaping so much. So honestly, it's my pleasure. This is a joy for me to sit here and record these videos. I've been vaping around two years now and credit you and the Vaping Bogan, fuck yeah, for keeping me on the right track and well informed. I like the fact your videos are entertaining to watch and not so cartoony and out there like some other reviewers. Uh, I've come to a weird spot in my vaping adventure. I have all the new gear I really need to, in- and include your Recoil RDA, one of my favorites. Well, thank you very much. But I'm getting bored with the juices I'm used to using. They taste good, but I'm just ready for something new. I ordered the apple butter one you spoke of because I love apple butter, but what's other brands that you swear by? I love lemonades. I love Lost Art Liquid Space Rocks, but I'm getting burnt out on the same old stuff. Thanks a bunch and sorry for the long email. My name is Tim. If you plan on putting this in a vlog, no biggie if you don't, thanks for your time. Well, it's ending up in a vlog Tim. Yeah, juices. You know what? Here's the thing. Um, You should never be able to be bored of juices while living in the United States. We have so many liquid vendors. We have you know tens of thousands of liquid vendors here in the United States but if you have a local vape shop in your area just go try some juices just go taste some juices or make it a point budget yourself like uh 20 bucks a week and then you go to the vape shop and you buy a bottle of juice you just buy something new you you know you taste test it you put it on your knuckle and you go yeah that could be something I'm into. And you spend 20 bucks and you buy a bottle of juice and the gamble is you're either gonna really love this juice and you're gonna keep vaping it or you'll get a little, way, a little ways through it and you'll go, ah, it's not really for me. And then you'll know I'm not gonna buy this juice anymore. If you're into lemonades, uh, one of the lemonades that I have been you know, having a little bit of a love affair with is that anarchist pink lemonade as well as the pink paradise from Bonsai Vapors. Oh, so good, so good. In fact, Bonsai Vapors has a lot of pretty stellar flavors in their lineup. I would give Bonsai Vapors a look. I would give Smacks a look. Smacks is back, and I'm so happy about it. Smacks has always been a great company with great liquids. They have the Pony on Acid, which I realize is a really kind of a dumb name. But I love Smacks. I love their branding, and their liquids are just very super delicious and of course i'm going to talk about poet because i love the poet juices i love the sweet black tea juice it's just one of my favorites of all time i like the amaretto nightcap juice it's it's delicious it's it's just delicious and those poet flavors are really good but they're kind of uh they're not gonna be for everybody and i know that they're not gonna be for everybody and i really have to fix my lighting this is driving me insane thank you son <laughs> all right well that's about as good as it's gonna get anyway we have a lot of great liquids here in the United States. If any anybody has sample packs, which I know is a real rarity these days. I don't see a lot of liquid vendors anywhere doing sample packs anymore. So my biggest suggestion would be find a local vape shop, and just taste test as many juices as you can, and maybe do that thing where you budget money for liquid every month. Like, take 40 bucks and get a bottle of juice you know you're going to love, and then maybe something new, and just try it out. In worst case scenario, you're going to have a bottle of juice that you're not really into, and a bottle of juice you know you're going to love. And best case scenario, you're going to end up with two juices that you really love, and a new one that you really love. But yeah, thank you so much for writing in, and if anybody out there has any viewer mails that they would like to see answered on this here vlog, just send them on over nick at grimgreen.com just mark it viewer mail and it will get read and filed and used accordingly okay so what i think i'm going to do is i'm going to change positions again and we are going to do a very random juice tasting Well, since we didn't do a retro vaping, I figured I would use my well-lit corner of the living room to do, say, very random juice tasting. In fact, I think we're gonna sit put right here when we do the favorite comments of the week as well. But right now, we're gonna taste the juice. And I've been having such a good time with that Fall Delight juice that Aria, the six milligram Saltnik stuff from the beginning that I was vaping in the Tony B Pulse. That juice has been so delicious that I really want to try the Winter Delight. They have a Summer Delight, a Fall Delight, and a Winter Delight. And I've tried the Fall Delight, and it's good and tobacco-y and I'm really interested to try this winter delight. I have a feeling it's just going to be the most pure insane like menthol that I've ever had in my life and that both honestly intrigues me as well as terrifies me because I'm vape I'm going to be vaping it out of that reload RDA that my one of my favorite RDAs that I just constantly whoops uh uh-oh that sucks I almost just dumped this all over myself because the tip came off in the cap. And how do you come out of there, sir? Well, wow, that kind of sucks. Okay, uh, I'm gonna need to go get a tool. Well, it was touch and go for a while there, but I did get this cap out of the cap. And in the process, got juice all over my fingers. I licked it. And maybe I'm just asking for punishment right now. Maybe I'm desiring, actually desiring to be punished right now. But this is like, the Altoids equivalent of e-liquid. It's so menthol-y, I can still feel it all around my lip where I went, I can still feel it all over my lips. It's still tingling all over my lips. Oh, man. So here's the thing. I just don't want to ruin this atomizer. I don't want this atomizer to be menthol just forever. Like, I don't want this to be a flavor I can never get rid of. But we're going to try it out. We're committed. It's too late. It's already on the cotton. It's already on the coils. So here we go. And they even make a point on the bottle in really fine print to write extreme menthol. I kind of get the vibe that maybe this juice isn't designed to be vaped by itself. Like maybe this is a juice that you add to other juices to like put them, you know, on ice. There it is. I have a feeling I might not need to spend so much time with this juice before I can accurately talk about its flavor profile because I think it's menthol. I think I'm going to say it's menthol and I think it's going to taste like the most vaporized Altoid mint in my mouth that I've ever had. Wish me luck. Holy fuck. That is, uh, it's making my eyes water. That is, uh, that is the most menthol y menthol that has ever mentholed on planet menthol. This is the planet Hoth in liquid form. It is icy and cold. I don't even really want to take another one. I honestly just feel like I jammed about 18 altoid mints in my mouth and chewed them up. That's how refreshed my mouth feels. It feels like I just brushed my fucking teeth. Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. It's making me salivate in my mouth. It's literally making me salivate right now. Oh, so minty. That is, that's insane. That is literally the most insane thing I've ever put in my mouth. It's pure menthol. There's no way that this juice was designed to be vaped alone. This has to be a juice for mixing. I couldn't imagine lung inhaling this. I could maybe, I could maybe see doing like a mouth to lung type of situation with this. Like, yeah, sure. Not six milligram. You know, I'd need like 12 or 18 or something like that. But I could see doing like a mouth to lung, like menthol hit. I mean, I used to vape a lot of menthol juices. In fact, when I first started out, apart from root beer flavored juices, it was menthol. (coughs) that I loved and that's what kept me off cigarettes is menthol. I was a menthol smoker and I became a menthol vapor right out of the gate. I was like a menthol fiend. I'm just going to try one more because I don't know. It's here. I know what I'm expecting. It's going to be, it's going to be insane. Okay. Little hit like that. That was okay. (laughs) Nope. (coughs) Don't do it. I can't do it. What's weird is as I'm coughing and my eyes are watering, I can actually get a little bit of sweetness, like a little bit of like spearmint wintergreeny freshness, like sweetness in there as well, apart from the devastating menthol. I'm not even joking. If anybody out there in the world is looking for the most vicious, brutal, devastating, punishing, just insane, extreme menthol, here you go. Winter delight. <laughs> you have been warned. This actually reminds me of icicles. Uh, Craving Vapor used to make—I don't know if they still make it or not. Craving Vapor used to make a juice called Icicles, and a few of the guys there vaped it, and they were always trying to make me vape it, and I hated it. It would make me cough and cry every single time, and they would always get me with it. They'd be like, "Oh, here, try this juice." I'd be, like, "Oh, it's icicles!" I left VaporCon West, the first VaporCon West event, with. like four bottles of icicles in my pocket because he kept slipping them in there. He just kept slipping bottles of icicles in my pocket and be like, what the hell is this? Icicles? Where did this come from? But really, I knew they were just trying to get me to vape icicles because they thought it was hilarious that they vaped it all the time. And every time I vaped it, I would just cough and die. So there you go. That's what I got. Winter Delight, man. It's, uh, it is pure menthol. So like I said, we're not really going to switch places. We're going to stay right here and we're going to wrap this vlog up with my favorite, favorite comments of the week. Oh, also the Rip Trippers comments are first and then I'll do my favorite comments of the week, but I'm still going to put the bumper right now. Completely unnecessary information. It's kind of what I do. So last week in the vlog, we brought up that Rip Trippers thing about the juice, and then I was kind of like, oh, why are you marketing that in a can? And then he's like, no, I talked to the company, and they changed it from the can, and now it's just bottles, so we got rid of the cans, woo, and I was like, yeah, that's a really good move. I felt like it was a genuine thing, and, and I thought that was really cool of him to do that. And then Dwayne brought up the fact that, ah, it might have just been marketing. A lot of juice companies do that. I've seen juice companies do that in the past, where they come out with like a shock value sort of label. They sell eight quadrillion bottles of juice and then they get called out and then they go oh sorry everybody let's change our labels and then they continue to sell quadrillions of bottles of juice it is a marketing tactic that I have seen used before but I'm not really like the pessimist type of person I want to be an optimistic type of person so in that situation with the soda cans and whatever happened I-, I wanted to be the optimist and be like yeah you know that's a that's a good thing that happened He got rid of the cans good on you I think that's awesome well I was reading through the comments and a few people chimed in a fellow named Gaz Jones wrote. For my understanding, it wasn't even Rip who got them to change it. It was the blacklist people and Rip just spoke to them after they had already decided to change it. Uh, now, and I don't know any about this. None of this is facts. I don't know if that's a fact, if it was the blacklist people that actually did that. You know my thoughts on the blacklist, but according to him, it was the blacklist people. Mitch Green left a comment and said, Rip Trippers did not contact the company to get them to stop selling juice in the can. Matthew Slater convicted vapes, talked to the company and got them to rebrand under the blacklist. Please, do your research before making videos praising that sellout and listening to rip trippers. That's the truth. Mitch, I, I don't know if that's the truth. If that's the truth, I'd like to know the truth, but I don't know if that's the truth. There was a few people in the comments and a few people that contacted me personally and said, no, look, that was not rip trippers. He did not talk to the company. It was actually convicted vapes because of the blacklist thing. And they're the ones who actually changed the labels. At this point, I think people are just getting sick of hearing about the soda can thing because there's people on both sides of the fence. There's people who thought, oh, I don't, I don't think it was that bad to begin with. There's people who are like, I don't think it was that bad to begin with, but I don't think we should be promoting it on YouTube. I feel like the branding was over the line. I I feel like juice bottles should not come in soda cans. I feel like that's a really irresponsible thing to do with your juice. As always, at least right now. There might be a time and place for that in the future, just not right now. And truly and honestly, if I'm being real, real honest, I'm not 100% sure I care who the responsible party was. I think what's more important to me is we as an industry, as a community, self-regulated and got something changed within the industry. And that is only a good thing. Whatever happened behind the scenes, whether it was Rip Trippers, whether it was convicted vapes, that is between them. Slightly more optimistic comment here from Daryl. Grim, it's a good thing Rip talked to the manufacturer and got it changed. But did he do it because he was catching heat over his review? Or did he do it for the betterment of the community? Just seems a little fishy to me. I agree with Dwayne. It was marketing. And will honestly, never know if it was just a marketing thing. I mean, I don't have the power, energy, or resources to really look into this. I'm not Olivia Pope. I don't work for the CIA. So if the rebranding was an inside marketing job, then only they will know about it. But anyway, since we're done talking about that, let's actually read some of my favorite comments of the week. Okay, so before we jump into the my favorite comments of the week, um, I'm not gonna use any of the comments of the week from the iJoy 24 karat gold video. And there were a lot of them in there, but it was mostly just like dicks, 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 dick 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 like just so many dick jokes comments all over the place a little bit ridiculous uh we really think about dicks a lot apparently so unfortunately no (laughs) none of those are going to be included uh bad (laughs) bad wolf left a comment and said how many hats do you have the answer to that bad wolf is too many i buy hats i get hats at events i i love hats i'm a hat guy you know my hair is not in as good a shape as it used to be it's thinning out i'm getting balled up here so my solution is hats bro hats uh vaping garrals left a comment and said can i send you a box mod made out of granite and do a review on it yes yes you can i think i already replied to this comment but please hit me up if you have a box mod made out of granite rock then yeah, dude, I would be really interested in seeing that as I feel like most of my subscribers would be really interested in seeing something like that. Uh, Marshall left a comment and said, Ultim looks like used medical supplies from the elderly. (laughs) Yeah. That's exactly what I think of. In fact, what I think of when I see Ultim is, uh, you know, look, I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but here's what I think of when I see Ultim. I think of like heroin addicts, okay? And I know that there's a lot of people out there like struggling with heroin addiction. I'm not making light of heroin or heroin addiction in any way but oftentimes in movies or the cinema you see someone shooting heroin they got that like uh, you know medical tube that they use to tie off to get their vein that color of that tube is the color of Ultum, and i hate it um <laughs> brad left a comment and said i fucking hate Ultum. it's ugly as shit stabilized piss is a great description yes Thank you. Anti-Ultum. No Ultum. I mean, it's whatever. To each their own. I just can't stand Ultum and I like I like not feeling like a crazy person. I'm glad there's other people out there that dislike Ultum as well. <laughs> Sherlock Ohms left a comment and said, I'd like to see a review on those Sherlock Ohms coils you got a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, I bet you would, Sherlock Ohms. Um, no, seriously, they are great coils. I have them in... Uh, Actually, nothing right now. I think they might be in that Bonza RDA, actually. Anyway, I'll get out your coils. I'll put them in an RDA. I'll vape them, I guess. You know, you went to all this trouble, you know, to like build them and send them to me. I guess the least I can do is vape them. So, Sherlock Holmes, thank you for the reminder. I will absolutely use those coils soon. Sooner rather than later. Look, it's just hard to pass up M Turk coils. I pull out my drawer, and I see little M Turk disks of coils in there, and I go... I know those are going to be good, but I will. Sherlock Holmes, I promise I will give it a shot. I will install your coils. So Kyle left a comment and it was actually something uh, really super useful. We were talking about that D-Pro member when me and Dwayne were doing the unboxing and there was that, you know, the D-Pro atomizer mod combo thing. And it had that weird like ultim disc in there. Well, Kyle says, hey, Grim Green, that ultim disc is called a spacer. We use them here in the Philippines to protect our mods from scratching the mod for easy removal of the Addy to mod. And if at the spacers can catch a little bit of the juice. Kind of useful, but here in the Philippines, we use Delrin. It's really cheap here, around a dollar, and it really helps to protect our mods. That is truly and honestly something that I have never thought about before. Whenever I get a mod, you know, I have uh, I have minikins down there, even, even a little bit on that DripTech DS, taking on and off the mod and, all, you know, taking on and off your atomizer, on and off your atomizer. It does create those little spiral scratches on there, but that's never bothered me because you have an atomizer covering those always. And if you're not using it, then it's on the shelf. I don't know. The scratches on the top don't really bother me. I guess for really like high-end HEMO stuff or like high-end HEMO mech mods that are coming out of the Philippines, yeah, you'd kind of want to do everything you can to protect them, to protect the top, maybe possibly for resale value. But I honestly don't see the purpose of a protective Ultim disc on what is essentially going to be like a $60 mod atomizer combo pack. I feel like that's something that. that doesn't really super need protecting. I don't know, it's to each his own. I mean, I'm not gonna judge anybody for using one. I I don't like a spacer, I don't like a thing in between my atomizer and my mod, I like that flush look. So I'm okay with getting a little, a few scratches maybe on top of my mod so I don't have to use that ultim thing. Cause like I said, the scratches, they don't really bother me so much. Okay, and this last favorite comment of the week, It, it was an email and it made no sense to me uh, don't worry, I'm gonna cover up the guy's name and I'm gonna cover up his email. But I got an email that said Z juices and nothing vape thinks to make us look a sure vape shop. I don't What? I have no idea what that means. Z Juices and nothing vape things to make us look like a suorreus vape shop. I don't know what that means. If you wanted to email me back and kind of clarify what you meant by that, I'd be really interested to know what you meant by that, dude. Anyway, that's it. That's my favorite comments of the week. Huge shout out to Nico from Finland and anybody else who takes screen captures of comments and sends them over to me, maybe some stuff that I miss. It's always greatly appreciated. And yeah, that's it. We're done. We're kind of coming down to the end of the vlog here. This is the very end. And before we end this vlog, I do want to announce the giveaway winner, the $2 sale from the video compilation. I'm still working on putting a compilation together, but I figured at very least I could show you the winner's video. So what I'm gonna do is play that right after the credits. Let me just pause for a second and make sure I didn't forget anything. No, yeah, I think we're all good. I think we're all good to close out this vlog, but that's what I got, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again for another vlog. Don't forget I do reviews every Monday and Tuesday. I do the vlogs on Thursday and every Sunday we have a new episode of the Culture of Clouds podcast, which is just uh, one wonderful, great times with Ruby Ruby. But anyway, that's what I got everybody. I got this, I got my drip tech and this is what I'm gonna vape right now. And now I'm gonna edit a whole mess of video. Thank you so much everybody for watching. And as always, yeah, let's keep on vaping. Okay, so here's what happened. I was getting a cool little compilation video of some of the entries that I thought were really funny along with the winner's entry. And I was gonna put it all together and it was really funny and I was gonna put it at the end of this vlog. And then for some reason I was having like these software issues. It wouldn't export the vlog. It kept giving me a failure. I was trying to do all this stuff. I know some tricks, you know. I know some tricks for the software to get things to work the way they're supposed to. I feel like I'm pretty good at that by now. But for some reason I wasn't able to save the vlog with the contest, winners, and then the little compilation of videos. And that really bums me out. But I wanted to at least announce the winner. It was a fella named Andrew K. Andrew K is the winner. Uh, I will be emailing you Andrew K. Your video was really funny, it was my favorite one. I watched all of them and that was the one that won. Now what I'm gonna try to do next week in the vlog is edit together this compilation along with Andrew's winning video and put it in the vlog because it's pretty funny. I just wanna say thank you to everyone that entered. Andrew, I will have your asmodus in the mail as soon as I contact you. You wanna see it again? Let's look at it again. Oh, baby, look at that. Asmodus, Stabwood, Kodama, Boost, super cool. Uh, I haven't even peeled off the plastic wrappings yet, so Andrew, yes, awesome. I'll be contacting you. This is yours. I'm going to throw some other stuff in the box as well, but thank you to everyone that entered, everyone that sent in. Uh, this was a big thing for me. I might have bit off a little bit more than I can chew, which is why it took me so long to finally get the winner out, but we're going to do uh, some more of these in the future. It might make them a little bit more simple, but we plan on doing some more of these in the future because they're Thank you everybody for understanding and now the vlog is officially over.